Hello, welcome to the Projection Project. My name is Rain. I'm your super awesome, epic, and cool host. And today I have with me Ben. Hi. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys probably noticed something different. Um, depending on how you're watching this, I don't really know. I need to test it because I'm silly and stupid and didn't test it. Um, but this episode is the very first video podcast. <laughs> Yay! I'm not I <laughs> yeah, I like clap very quietly. <laughs> Sorry about your eardrums, um, earbud listeners. Um, I've been want like back whenever I started this, I wanted to do video podcasts, and now I can finally do it, and this is so exciting. So yay! Um, I hope you guys enjoy video podcasts. If you don't, I will cry, and I'm gonna go visit your house and cry right in front of your face. Real. <laughs> anyway, moving on from like this, um, Ben's here. Woo! Clap it up. Um, so with Ben here, Ben as mo I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably a fan of Ben. Okay, Ben is very well known on Shift Talk, and Ben gives out great advice, and that's what Ben is here to do today because Ben is awesome. Woo! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry no first first um let's talk about shifting affirmations okay do you do you like using shifting affirmations absolutely the fuck not oh <laughs> absolutely not i have could give less of a shit about shifting affirmations i'm all about setting intention for yourself and i guess you can like intertwine them but I, affirmations never worked for me because i would be sitting there laying like in starfish like i will shift i will shift i'm shifting and nothing would happen and i just stopped believing in them um but i have noticed that setting intention and then just practicing with that intention like in this reality um and practicing and trying to incorporate shifting into it works a lot better for me affirmations on their own um never did anything good and i feel like people feel like they have to use them and you don't you will be okay but a lot of people also like affirmations so i can't like shun people who like them they just never worked for me personally because i'd be sitting there and i wouldn't actually be believing what i was saying i definitely have like mixed reviews on them um just because i definitely am in the boat that like i don't I don't like the. I'm like I am shifting, and I'm like I'm vibing in my bed. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> right? I'm shifting. I am shifting. Am I? Because this doesn't yeah, feel like shifting. It's like I think a, a lot of people start to doubt themselves whenever they use affirmations. So like they aren't as strong, quote unquote. Like they that I don't know if I described that well enough. But like I, but I also like using like affirmations throughout the. Not like shifting affirmations, just regular affirmations throughout the day. So mm -hmm. I started doing like shifting affirmations throughout the day, but I don't really know if I really like doing that. Um, I guess like I just need more time to figure it out only because I just recently started it. But how do you like, how do you set intention? I set goals for myself. So the way that i set intention is i need to make sure that i fully believe in that intention because again like i said before there's a lot of times where i'm like i am shifting i am shifting and nothing is happening like i know i'm damn good and well that i'm still in my fucking bed 
Um, and that's not to say that like you need like symptoms to shift, but like this, we're looking back at time. We're going, we we're, we're back in the past right now, back before I even shifted for the first time. I'm thinking about the times where I'd be sitting there laying in bed, like I'm shifting and nothing was happening. And I thought I need symptoms to shift and I don't, but I didn't know that I was naive. Okay. Um, so thinking about that now and where I'm at currently, the way I set intention is by setting goals being like, I intend to shift here. I intend to shift here and not really setting like a clock, like not setting a timer on it pretty much. It's not like I'm shifting tonight. I'm shifting right now. I am shifting. I, I just, I will period. And I know I believe it because if I intend to poke the microphone and I go like this, I did it. I, 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 tend, I intended to do it and I did it. I know what my intentions were and I did it. I acted on it. Um, and you kind of need to look at intention through the lens of, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm going to do. And a lot of people have a really hard time with that with something like shifting because shifting just seems so out of the world, like out of this world and so not real. So it's like, how can I be so sure about something that I don't even fully believe in? But you just gotta have that like ounce of belief. I have a lot of belief because I know I can do it. I've done it, you know? So it's like, it's easier for me to be like, okay, I want to shift here. I will shift here and do it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't always that way. <laughs> I I think what I like more than shifting affirmations is like, um, like going through like, I guess not like my script, but like things about myself and the DR that I'm going to. Yeah. So like, oh, like, what is my wake up scene like? Like, what is like, if your name is different, like, what is my name? How old am I? Like, um, what year is it? Like things like that. I like going through stuff like that rather than like, affirmations because i feel like that gets me quote like farther along that that's not the right word (laughs) um we're working on it uh (laughs) it gets me like it makes me feel like not that's even worse and it makes me shift but not really because i haven't shifted yet but it makes me feel like i'm closer to shifting whenever i do it there we go there we go woo Good job, um, good job, good job. Especially, like, imagining the, like, wake-up scene this way. I always really liked, like, the five senses, um, sunny, sunny method. Mm-hmm. Um, like, feeling, like, the sheets or the blanket or how, like, what's the temperature of the room, like, stuff like that. I think that's why I always really liked that. I, yeah, I'm always a big fan of connecting to your senses and using them because that's usually what works for me. If I'm feeling anything at all, that's usually what it is, is the change the adaption like the feeling everything change and feeling um just knowing that you're in a different place if that makes sense uh and honestly say things like your name and your age and like who you are and like where you live stuff like that also helped me a lot in the past it's not something i use currently but like i've evolved a lot with shifting like i feel like we've just grown together like we've just evolved together at least me and my journey like on a serious note um has changed a lot uh and that's from someone who's done it like it's still growing and changing and evolving this journey hasn't ended and i don't think it's ever going to end really but there was just a point where that would really help where i'd be like oh my name is so and so i'm 21 i live in los angeles california um i'm with who who i'm not with anymore but like you know like stuff like that really helped push that along and it really helped me connect with where I wanted to be um 
And I think it's, I, I, what I'm trying to say is I think it's neat, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say this back whenever you were talking about this, but I, like, already forgot you talked about I think generally most people now, I can't say most people, because we always get, like, new, like, shifters in the community and stuff like that. Um, but a good amount of people know that you can still shift without sh- sim- symptoms. And I've talked about this with other people on the previous, um, like on previous episodes, but I, I, like, I hope you guys know that like out there, like you can still shift without getting shifting symptoms. Like everyone's, I mean, we probably talked about this last episode because I'm about to basically repeat what we talked about, but, um, but everyone's like personal journey is different. Like you, what I, what happens to me and what works best for me is not going to like work for Ben. And um, happen to Ben and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people forget that. People try to um, basically copy someone else's journey because they're like, oh, well, that worked for you. It has to work for me, right? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Just because it works for someone doesn't mean it's going to guaranteed work for you. And I feel like a lot of people do also forget that. Um, but it's true. And I tried to like at least teach that, but I feel like sometimes I say things and people don't listen and they're like, why didn't this work? Bitch, I told you. Like, I told you. I feel like some people don't understand the idea that they need to figure out what works best for them and, like, not copying other people or their favorite creator. Mm-hmm. Or, like, this new best method that they, like, that's This new method that's not- guaranteed going to work. Or, like, it's literally just a mix of, like, the two most popular methods around. Like, guys... <laughs> find Let's what works best for you please more creative maybe mm, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> mm. anyway did you have anything else to say about affirmations i don't think so i kind of hate them and that's it <laughs> <laughs> that's it heart <laughs> okay um do you think that people can connect to their dr selves yeah yeah i mean on a level of um just okay i am kind of my opinion on like being obsessed with things has changed uh you're completely allowed to be like obsessed with your dr and this is uh, i swear um <laughs> because i feel like it helps you connect to it more like less obsessing over the idea of shifting there and more of just being there and existing there because another thing i feel like people forget is you're already existing there it's just a matter of becoming aware of it or not and i feel like great ways to connect to that is by making boards that remind you of your uh tr or having a set of like face claims for people who like don't have like a canon face here just so you know what they look like so you can visualize them if you're a visualizer um I feel like being able to do those things help connect to your DR, understanding who you are there, what your identity is, what you do there. I used to be a person who was very much someone who like wings it. Like I was very much a low effort, no, not caring. And honestly, my journey has improved when I decided to like start taking a deeper level to my scripting and being more specific with how I want people to look or being more specific with how they look just so I know what I'm going into um knowing how uh 
the planets look or how scenery supposed to look or what my house looks like stuff like that has helped made it easier to shift there made it easier to connect to myself there because i feel like once you're on a strong connection level it's easier to associate yourself with that therefore it's easier to become aware of it does that make sense or did i just ramble stupid shit no 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 that makes sense, that makes sense. i never understood creators there was like i know this big debate for a while um where people were like, you should obsess over your DR. And then like a month it would change. And it was like, you shouldn't obsess. Like you shouldn't obsess over shifting and all this. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what are we supposed to do then? <laughs> Honestly, I think it's just because it's different for everyone. Um, not everyone is going to have the same opinion on that. And therefore it's not going to be the same for anyone either, which is why I think it's so flip-floppy. Because for some people, not being obsessed with it really helps. Not thinking about it too hard really helps. And for some people, being obsessed with it, being able to gravitate towards, being able to really connect to it, really, really helps. And it just depends on the kind of person. And I've always tried to cater to everyone. Uh, and as I said, my journey has evolved a lot. Like, a lot has changed since the point where I shifted for the first time. Like, it's completely different now. Um, and even then, when I first shifted, everyone was kind of looking to me for answers. And I honestly i didn't have all of the answers and i still don't but at least i have like maybe one more <laughs> maybe, maybe a few more maybe like one answer perhaps like everything i say and everything i teach comes out of my own perspective um and there have been points where not being obsessed with it has really helped and there have also been points where actually being able to be connected to it and maybe a little obsessed has helped and it just like it kind of goes like this like a wave um i don't know it's weird everything's constantly changing everything's constantly evolving and at least for me that has flip-flopped a lot of times where there are certain places where i don't want anything to do with it and i wake up there and there are certain places where i want everything to do with it and suddenly i'm there and then it's also the opposite where if i again like I, I think i just said that if i like detachment i wind up there but like sometimes i'll be obsessed with something and it won't it'll make it more difficult to get there because i just want to be there so it's just like it depends on the place it depends on the person it depends on the situation it depends on the time of month like i like it's so everything's constantly changing and now i'm stressed out now that i'm thinking everything <laughs> <laughs> is stressful i like I think I'm someone who is, like, the more I'm obsessed with something, like, the more I'm, like, connected to there, just because I hyperfixate on DRs and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, also, because whenever I hyperfixate, I tend to, like, finish scripts if they're not finished or, like, um, make Pinterest boards if they're not finished. So I kind of, like, get things done. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why I added quotes. They weren't needed. <laughs> get things <laughs> but, done. <laughs> um, I, like, get things done that weren't, like, done before. Mm -hmm. Um and, but I, like, it also, like, gets me, like, more in the mood to shift then. Because if I'm not hyper-fixated on anything, I don't really feel like shifting. Um, just because I don't have, I don't really know where to shift to. Just because I'm, I would be okay with anywhere, but I don't really have a specific place in mind. Um, yeah. I think that's just me, though. But I also, like, I think some people with... I also talked about this last episode. I think some people with, like, anyone who hyperfixates could, like, probably relate to that. Or, like, are in a similar boat to me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say more about, like, connecting, like, to your DR self or, like, adding more to it? 
all I have to say is if you know that's something that's gonna work for you do it if you know it's not gonna work for you don't do it if you're unsure and it might change do what feels right in the moment I'm I've kind of become very much a person who's always like do what's right for you you will know what works for you you will know when something is clicking or not i won't be able to tell you that nobody's going to be able to tell you that but you um and you might wind up in a weird flip-floppy situation like me where sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't it it can always change you know Mm -hmm. um i wish i knew why things changed i used to have like a very stable shifting life and now i don't so (laughs) Oh. I feel like that happens to a lot of people where it's like pretty stable and then creators talk about how like they're really struggling to like shift and then they like our back's pretty stable and then they're back struggling again. I think like everyone's in the same boat at some point. I feel like not to be controversial, but I think mental health really has a big impact on that. And I feel like that's such a touchy subject for a lot of people. Um, but I know that when my mental health is not great, it is not easy to leave it had like i like there's just times where i'm like i know i'm not i'm not going anywhere (laughs) and it's because of like poor mental health but whenever i was like really depressed i like really badly wanted to like get out of here but then like i realized at some point that i was like i should probably stop for now because i was like this isn't helping me at all oh it doesn't you cannot run away from your problems because they will just follow you I was like, no. So then I, I think I gave up shifting for like four months. That was like a year ago, over a year ago. Oh my gosh. Your problems (laughs) follow you. They do. And I'm saying that from first-hand experience. I had to learn that the hard way. Your problems are going to follow you. And it fucking sucks. But it's better to work through them in a place where um, you know you've always been. If that makes sense. Because it's like, I hate that my relationship with my ex-husband happened the way it did, but I know it was my fault. And it was because I was letting my problems follow me and it overtook. And now that relationship is over and it sucks. Like it really, it fucked up a lot of things. Um, but like, I know that was me. And I know that was because I was letting my follow my follows, letting my problems follow me. Um, and it fucked me over. Uh, oh, <laughs> 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 laughing out loud. Laughing Hard out energy. loud. Um, I guess this is kind of in like a similar boat to what you were just talking about. But whenever you shift, there are definitely things that you like can't prepare for we'll talk we'll talk about the bad first since you were just talking about a bad thing that happened um what are some bad things that can happen that people aren't prepared for um anything can happen that's the thing uh yeah you could script that everything is perfect and peachy i was never a person who did anything like that because i just I don't think it's ethical, so I never was a person to be like, oh, my relationship will never fail. Oh, I'm perfect and every- nothing's wrong with me. And, like, I just, I never took that approach, ever. Um, but when you don't take that approach, you got to expect 
life to hit you because there's going to be mundane moments. There's going to be bad moments. And yeah, there's going to be good moments. And you're going to be surrounded by people who you've looked up to and people who you've seen as comfort characters and X, Y, Z, whatever it may be. But they're also people. And I feel like people here forget that. If you are scripting someone's entire life, you need to understand that they are also their own conscious being. They are also their own person and you cannot plan everything. Even if you want to, you cannot control everything. And I feel like that's such a hard pill for people to swallow because they're like, well, I can script this and I can script that. Yeah, you can script that, but something else is going to come bite you. Something that you weren't expecting. Something else is going to come up. Like you don't know what's going to happen. And at least like on a more negative side of it, you don't know how people are going to respond to certain things. You're not you're going to know how people react to a certain choice you make. You aren't going to know those things. And that's just not shit that you can plan out. Um, and even on a bigger note than that, like if you plan to have children, you cannot script those children. They're coming out of your urethra probably when you're there. Like, your urethra, that's something you throw. Your uterus. <laughs> I say your urethra, like it's the, like your cervix and it's just not. <laughs> place words that do not mean what I'm trying to say and I'm sorry that you had to catch me at that um, you started and then you're like wait <laughs> because I just say shit and it will not make sense it's stupid and you just caught that I'm sorry that wasn't like a pre-planned bit or anything it just happened um, but it just it happens all the time and I don't know how to stop it and I'm not gonna try um but I will just completely switch the meaning of a totally different word <laughs> to make it fit in what my sentence. I got yelled at once by my friend because she was like, you can't just do that. I don't know what you're saying. And I was like, but I can. And I did. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, like, <laughs> like if you're having a kid, you cannot plan out their life who like the complete controlled content that you want to because a if you come back and you start scripting you're going to a different place right like i hope people understand that like once you script certain things you're going to a different reality that has those things like so you're going to a completely different place now technically not like completely different but you get what i'm saying right sorry the burp i also have the sleepies so oops um <laughs> <laughs> So you can't just completely control everything because, yeah, you can control something, but then something else that you weren't controlling is going to come and, like, bite you in the ass. You, does, like, does that make sense? Like, I can dictate exactly how this person feels for me and exactly how they're going to react to me, but boom, here's another person that I didn't take into consideration. And now I have to deal with them in any context. Um... And I'm not going to sit here and bash people who, like, script exactly how another person is going to act. Just know that that might not, like, the universe sorts itself out, right? The universe will always find a way. And in order for that to be accurate, some other things need to change in their persona, in their life, um, in order to make those things true. So you are changing someone completely at their core just to get what you want. 
And in my eyes, it's a little shitty, but also in the same breath, like, it's a different place. It's a different reality. I just, I never found shit like that ethical. Um, but that's just coming from the standpoint of someone who's faced other people from different realities face-to-face. Um, like, I would never want to change another person. Like, I could very easily script that me and John don't break up. I could very easily script that he doesn't lose feelings for me, but I'm not going to do that because that's not the man I know. The man I know lost those feelings. And I'm not going to try and force him to have him back. And that's mm-hmm. how I see it. Because even though you're in a different reality where that may be true, for the most part, they have the same face. You look them in the eyes and that's them. Um, and I wouldn't want to change that because it didn't fit my narrative or it didn't fit my agenda. That's just life, baby. You're not going to have everything. You're not going to have everything you want. And it fucking sucks. But that's how it is. I just rambled so <laughs> but Sorry. <laughs> no, I, uh, anyway, I get what you were saying. Like, you, I, I talked about, I don't remember which episode I talked about this in, but people think that whenever you script, you're playing God. You are not playing God. You're just narrowing down which reality you're going to go to instead yeah. of playing God. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I understood. I understand what you're saying. Okay, cool. Great. Um, Good. Excellent. Voila. Um, <laughs> Do you think that there are more good things or bad things that you can't, like, prepare for? Or is it, like, 50-50? There are so many good moments that you cannot just, like, plan for. There's going to be so many little things, so many small moments that are almost just, like, even if it's just, like, a glance or, like, some eye contact that you cannot just, like, plan out. Um, Of course you fucking can, but, like, again kind of goes under the ethical train of some things are just worth being surprised by. Some things are worth not knowing. Some things are worth not being expected. Um, And something that really just reminds me of, like, the good is, like, the unexpected friendships I made in a bunch of places were so rewarding that I didn't even plan out for. And on the bad side of it, um, falling out with people who I was expecting to be friends with. But it's okay because it's that's life, you know? You're not going to be able to please everyone, and sometimes things happen, and you have a falling out with someone who you thought you were going to be really close with, but in turn, you make this really amazing friend who's worth it, who you had no idea that you were going to even know. Like, another bright example of something good that you don't exactly plan for, Hogwarts has hundreds and hundreds of students. They're not, it's not just Draco and Blaze and Theo and Harry and Ron. Like, it's not all, it's not just them. There's hundreds and hundreds of other students who we cannot even possibly know of. It's probably different everywhere you go, you know? And yeah, there's some students who do know from, like, the books and, like, the movies and shit, like, just side characters and stuff like that, but your closest friend can literally be someone who doesn't even candidly exist. It happens. And that's something that you can't script. You don't know who that person is. There's going to be so many people who you cross paths with. There's going to be so many people who you meet and you get to know who you literally did not know existed. And that's so fun. And I think that that really conquers, like, the, like, oh, things can happen when you least expect them. Oh, you can't control everything. Because, yeah, you can't control everything. And sometimes that's a blessing. You know? I... (laughs) Oh, sorry. Were you done? No. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I just need to say... Okay. I was just going to add on to what you're saying. I, I think a lot of people who... Like, obviously, you meet a lot of Gryffindor characters in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, you meet the whole fucking Gryffindor house. <laughs> and for a while. Oh. <laughs> but, like, 
I think the people who think they have to have Slytherin and Gryffindor friends are Ravenclaw and Hufflepuffs. Mm-hmm. But if you read the books, there are a good amount of characters who are mentioned in case, like, you're, like, you need friends. But also, like, they're, like Ben said, there are tons of characters that you're not going to meet. Like, you're going to have friends. It's okay. Like, I am a Ravenclaw, and I, like, obviously there are a few Ravenclaws that are mentioned, but I know that I'm going to have Ravenclaw friends. It's okay, but I'm also going to have friends in other houses. Mm-hmm. It happens. It's, it's okay. <laughs> um... I, I don't, I know sometimes, like, people change their house just because they want to be friends with people who are in a certain house, and I'm like, you can find a way, girl. (laughs) You don't have to, you can stay a Hufflepuff and be friends with Ron Weasley if you want to be. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, people date different houses all the time. It's just not that common. Like, it's not, it's talked about a lot in the books, but not, like, really in the movies. Mm. But, like, they have, like, each... What is it? Each house? Group. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, each house, like, literally has classes, like, with every, each house, yeah. like, yeah. every day. Like, they see each other. It's like. There is, you're destined to meet other houses. Oh, unless you're hiding in the common room. <laughs> unless you're hiding in your common room. You are guaranteed to meet other people with different houses. Like, I didn't script my Hogwarts CR very well. Um, I was just like, I want to fuck Cormac, and that's all I care about. I got there, <laughs> Slytherin and all, <laughs> and I was roommates with Daphne Greengrass, and I think it was just because, um, I don't know why, but we were just really close, and my sub, like, where I guess where I wound up was based off of, like, what my subcon would, like, fill in the blanks for my friends, because my best friends were two Gryffindors, and they helped us get into the Gryffindor room, and, like, all this shit helped us sneak into the Gryffindor party, all this, like, like, that's how I became friends with a lot of Gryffindors, was because my subcon was, like, we're going to the place where your two best friends are Gryffindors. That's how you're gonna sneak into the Gryffindor party. And that's how I made, like, a handful of my friends, and now there's, like, this strange bond between Slytherin and Gryffindor, that I can't explain because they're supposed to be rivals. Like, it's just, they're supposed to be rivals, but we're kind of homies. Like, hey, like, listen. Ridiculous. That's so awesome. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I forgot about that deal. You literally, like, talked about it for, like, a lot for a while. Yeah, I had, like, a little Cormac moment. I miss him. I haven't been back, but, like, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> um... Do you think that, I don't know how to phrase this question, uh, or how would you say, like, it is, like, going to your DR and then, like, seeing a comfort character or a character you love have, like, weird things or bad things or different things happen, and then coming back and then seeing them or reading them in media? Like, how is it different? It's... <laughs> The best example I can think of is Ted. Me and Ted and Wilbur are all very good friends in my Wings DR. Um, Wilbur and Ted being creators here uh, as like YouTubers um, and Twitch streamers. And we are very, very close. And when I first started interacting with people like streamers and like and, like characters from the Wings Club, initially because you're used to them, you know them already before you're there, it's not like an initial shockwave. It's more of a go with the flow kind of thing. Like, I know you. And I might be panicking a little bit right now, but like, it's not like I'm like screaming on the floor, shitting, crying, throwing up. Right? So I'm really close to those two. They're my best friends. They're my brothers. I love them. Coming back here 
and seeing them live their little lives is like i don't want to say it's like a shock um it's more of a i kind of get like a wave of like i miss you um because you don't know who i am if that makes sense uh like there's a reality where you and I are uh, talking to each other every single day and we hang out all the time and our houses are right by each other. That's how close we are. We decided to move and like have our houses like be close to each other so we can hang out more um, to you don't even know of my existence. And like a part of it, sometimes if I'm really missing a certain place, like it'll hurt. But it is sometimes also when I miss a place, I will watch media and be consumed by it because I miss it. And it's weird seeing things like movies or shows where I exist there and I'm like a character <laughs> there. Um, just like in the sense of like, I like to think of realities. Um, there's a reality somewhere where someone is watching all of this shit play out like a TV screen, right? Um, so I like to think of things from that perspective too, because I think it's funny. <laughs> I would like to believe that someone is watching my fucking TV show like it's a reality show and eating it with popcorn. Um, <laughs> And that was my train of thought. I don't know. Seeing my friends exist sometimes bring me brings me a place of like comfort. It makes me happy. And then sometimes I'm like, why don't you know who I am? Why don't you what what do you mean you don't know? Like I'm watching you through the screen, but we're on the screen together. Like, what are you doing? Answer my text. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but yeah, no, it gives you like a sense of sadness sometimes, and then sometimes it gives you a sense of comfort. Um and most of the time, I go through my days missing my friends. Uh, that's where I'm at right now. I will just miss them. <laughs> I love, I love all every friend I've made across any plane of existence. No matter where I go, I always have a special place in my heart for them. So, no matter who it may be, uh, my heart yearns for you. Okay, <laughs> just a little bit. I think that I hasn't really been talked about, but I feel like a lot of people who haven't shifted yet have probably thought about this, how their, like, relationship with, like, their comfort character and characters that they love will change after they shift, Mm -hmm. and they're afraid of their comfort character not really being their comfort character anymore after seeing how they are in their DR. Like, I think they're afraid of change with like media that they love and i am too but i'm also like at the same time i want i still want to go there people are afraid of their comfort character changing the way that they perceive them that's gonna happen um poor ejemplo uh when i first met who can i use this example of when i first met richard richard grayson I only knew him as the perspective of what he is in Titans, DC Titans. Um, that man is has a lot more heart the more you get to know him, and it wasn't something I was expecting, and it didn't change my light of him in a different, like, in, like, a bad way, per se, but it changed my perspective of him completely when I came back. Um, real people, like Clay or George, that my perspective on them changed completely after I first met them. Because now I see them as my best friend. Clay is so much nicer than what he portrays himself to be. Um, He's an asshole, but he knows how to care when it's time. He knows how to be someone who's supportive and comforting and kind. He's like my brother. I love him. Um, 
but my perspective of him changed when I came back after spending more time with him, even like a few shifts in, um, spending time with him, my perspective, my perspective of him changed. My perspective of Cormac completely changed because everyone was like, oh, he's this devious little asshole. Everybody hates him. He's public enemy number one. And then I actually got to know him and he's just misunderstood. And I know that's like toxic of me to say, but like, he's just been left alone a lot of his life. Like he kind of puts up a front for other people. He, um, he puts out this persona because he thinks that's what people's going to like want. People want from him. People want him to act like that. And it comes more from his like toxic group of men friends who I tell him to kick to the curb every day because they just treat him badly. Um, and it's not like me saying Cormac McLaggen is a soft boy, but he's definitely um, not as big of an asshole once you get to know him. It's a front. So your perspective is absolutely going to change. You're going to get to know these people. And sometimes you just need to embrace that. You d- my thing is, you don't know, again, like I've said earlier in this podcast, you don't know how another person is going to act. Truly, at the end of the day, you can pr- try to plan all you want, but you're never going to truly know how they act. You're never going to truly know who they are until you see them for yourself. Uh, and your perspective of them is going to change because you're going to get to know them. Like, say you make a new friend here, or you meet a stranger here. That initial perspective you have of them it's going to be completely different if you decide to pursue them as a friend and befriend them and get to know them and you're going to learn more things about them and of course that's going to change you'd be stupid to think it's not going to change they are not the person who is like in your head because you can't possibly perfectly plan that out you know um and even then again their their own conscious sentient beating being that's up to them you know you can only do so much uh, and there's nothing wrong with that, honestly. There's nothing wrong with seeing how someone changes. Because, yeah, it might be in the perspective of you don't like them as much as you did, but that might be for the better, no? It doesn't matter if it's your comfort character. If they're treating you badly, you shouldn't be with them. Just saying. <laughs> I adored John. I was in love with John. We do not work together. And I'm glad that we're not together anymore because it wouldn't have been good for our kids if we stayed together a second longer, you know? Um, but at least I know that now. My perspective of him has changed into a little bit of a more negative light, but at least we're still friends. I don't look at him the way I used to, that's for sure. Um, and that's okay. I feel like a lot of people's issue with shifting is that you need to accept that change is going to happen. You need to accept that not everything is going to be stable. Not everything is going to be in a controlled environment. It's not always going to be perfect and fantastic and crazy there's going to be boring moments there's going to be bad moments and there's going to be good moments and the good moments are something to really hold on to but yeah your perspective of them is going to change for the better or for the worse you just need to accept that change i guess (laughs) ramble jesus (laughs) jesus christ ramble that's okay that's literally me i ramble on in like every video or every podcast episode i do i'm sorry guys anyway (laughs) i think that people like with shifting they always like think whenever anytime they think of like scenarios like they're never like they just forget that it's it's going to be just another life like imagine here you're picking this up and flopping it over here but like with like pizzazz of like powers or something or with like new people or it's a different year or something like that's literally all it is like you're not gonna be fighting people 24 7 you're not gonna be like um having romantic scenarios every single second you're there like 
it's just going to be like this, but like a smidge different. That's it. Like, guys. Okay, anyway. It's still life, girl. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a different one. It's still life, though. Yeah, I think that... I think people put on, like, with shifting, they put on, like, rose-colored glasses and think it's going to be something special. Even though it's just going to be, like, just life. Mm-hmm. Just life. Like, sorry, guys. It's not going to be, like, those rose-colored glasses. As if I've, like, I'm saying this as if I've actually experienced it before. <laughs> anyway, did you have any um, thoughts on, like, the what we were just talking about or things you can't prepare Things you can't prepare for? Things you can't prepare for. Like I said before, you can't prepare for um, things not going your way. Or things, certain things happening. Or certain things that you weren't expecting. Because, yeah, you can script scenarios, but you're not scripting every single scenario you're getting into every single day. You don't know what you're going to be doing every single day. You know? down to the second of the day and if you are i think you're crazy and you should stop because that's like a little too micromanagey and i feel like you're just gonna get obsessed on things not in uh, like a fear is gonna develop that things aren't gonna go that way when you shouldn't even be worrying about that in the first place because adjusting to change is such a hard thing to do but it's bound to happen you're not gonna be able to get through life no matter where it is wow a single change happening so being able to embrace it for what it is is so much healthier than trying to control it um in any situation first first of all in any situation bye <laughs> i just have to shut the door because my mom's coming upstairs and she's oh, gonna good. bring dogs upstairs and they're gonna be loud i felt bad i yeah. just shut the door on my sister's dog anyway sorry continue tisk 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 how dare you um other things you can't expect uh hmm. i guess it really depends on the place honestly like i've said before you can't expect every single thing to go exactly how it's planned because the universe has to work itself out somehow you can't have everything um and that's not to say that your script's going to be inaccurate it's just some things might be slightly different some things might be worded differently or some languages might be slightly different or not everything is going to be parallel to this you know um so that's just something to keep in mind and think about uh and it's so impossible like on a mental standpoint to control absolutely everything so you gotta embrace that i already said that <laughs> uh i don't know because honestly it's different for everyone it's different for wherever you're going, how you scripted it, what you planned, what you didn't plan. Um, you might look different, even though you might have not scripted anything for, like, changes in physical appearance. You could still look different. It's happened to me before, um, where I literally didn't script any appearance changes, and my hair was still, like, a completely different color. Fuck, That's it crazy. happens. Uh, fuck, it, it, ha it happens, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Just keep an eye out on minor things, because um, you can't plan everything, and things are bound to change. Uh, at least in my experience, they are. And you just kind of go roll with the tide. And if you really hate that much, come back, change it, be more specific with it, and try and go again. Uh, roll tide. Again. Roll tide, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that... Like, people who script, like, every little 
like second of their DRs. You're basically writing a book. What are you doing? Like, but even then, most books don't have every single second of every single day. You know, Drew, you're writing a, a Wattpad story. You're doing a day in my life. <laughs> you're, at one point, you're going to get tired of something happening every second, and you're gonna realize that you made a mistake. Hopefully, at some point, if you do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you're just gonna, it's gonna be tiring that you're doing something or something is happening every second. Or very often, if it's not happening every, every second, or very, you get the point. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about that. Um, last thing. Okay. Oh, good. Do you think, or, okay, oh my god, you're saying about eyeball. Okay. Um, what would you consider to be, like, the final push with, like, trying to shift? Oh, this is my controversy. Okay, so the final push initially was a working theory of pushing all of your senses to help achieve full awareness in a DR. It's very outdated, it's very old, and it's very annoying when every single person brings it up. Because, truth be told, it's different to everyone. So, I don't even consider the final push in anything anymore. Um, and I know a lot of people still do, and honestly, I would advise against it because, again, it, it was just like a working theory that the other person who was in on it, um, left. They left Shift Talk. Like, they completely left. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. She came out with the final push, and then I talked about the final push, and then people took it and ran, and, um... Sorry, I just saw a funny picture. Help. Uh, and then people, like, took the, like, term and ran with it. Um. And now it's, like, like, I made a video talking about it because I was like, guys, can you please shut the fuck up? Like, it literally wasn't anything big and you guys took it and ran with it and made it something it isn't. And then you changed the term of it and people were saying that they shifted with it. Uh, but they were also saying that they shifted with the Raven method, and then they did the final push, and then they didn't explain what the final push was, because it was just a theory. Um. People are weird. I don't, I don't know. Like, I never understood what the final push was, but, like, it was such a heavy topic. Like, it's always like that with a lot of, like, stuff that becomes really popular on Shift Talk. Like, for, for the longest time, now I finally know. I had no idea what the void state was. And people just kept talking about it and had I had no idea how to set intention and like all this other stuff. I'm like, it gets super popular, but no one explains it well enough. Like people just kind of like take something and run with it. Mm-hmm. It happens so frequently, and it happened with the final push. And I refuse to have any more acknowledgments on the final push because I'm so sick and tired of people asking about it. So this is my PSA. If you ask me about the final push, I'm blocking you. Second of all, the final push was a working theory that you pushed all your senses to make yourself aware of your desired reality. That honestly, it's just a thing that you can do anyway and you don't need to give it a term. It didn't really have any other meaning besides that. And it's stupid that people think that it does. And also, people keep changing it. Truth be told, you probably don't have one. So, you know... (laughs) Shut up. Because <laughs> it's not something you need. It was just, like, a term that, like, was made up and, like, had, like, something behind it. And then people just took the term and ran with it and changed it and made it something it completely fucking wasn't and said that it's something that you need to shift realities. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you don't need it. Stop. God. 
I'm tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> I I hate that shift talk takes like things and runs with it. Like they see one thing and they're like, it's something different. You're coming <gasps> you're coming home with me. That's the click bit. They're like, oh you know, just, oh my god, bitch. <laughs> they like that new video that's going around that it's not true by the way that it's like whenever you shift something is gonna like the shifting police are coming the yeah, shifting police are coming they're coming to get you and they're gonna arrest you <laughs> what is that like what are the girls i didn't watch the video because it made me mad <laughs> <laughs> it's like some monster like... or like <laughs> She was talking about astral projections and, like, nightmares and lucid dreams. And I hate the girlies who say that astral projection and shifting are the same fucking thing. Because no the fuck they're not. I've done both, and they're both different. One of them is significantly scarier than the other that I don't practice anymore because it's scary and a little dangerous. Like, get a hold of yourself. Get a hold of yourself. Now, I know, like, how are people gonna know that you shifted if you didn't share it? Like, it's some, <laughs> like, like, we don't have any people who are gonna read your mind and know. Hey, Dumbledore, I just want to let you know I'm a reality shifter. <laughs> hey, I'm um, Doctor Strange. I'm a reality shifter. I just want to let you know that I did shift to be her. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let you know that, Dumbledore, I shifted <laughs> realities to be here. And you needed to know that. Because the thing is, nobody's going to know unless you get on, on the podium and you're like, hey guys, I am a shifter. <laughs> I am a reality shifter. I shifted to be here. Thank you. And then you walk away. You walk away. This thing on. <laughs> I feel like I should put like a sound warning. Or at least like lower this. Sorry guys. Sorry. 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 Anyway. I always feel bad that like I'm always pretty loud. And then but there are certain people I've had on where like they're really quiet. So they probably have to like turn it up to listen here the turn other person I'm on. But I'm just fucking <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I know damn damn well that that was loud as fuck. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I could have made it lower, but I didn't. So. Sorry. 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 Um, anyway, did you have any more thoughts on the final push? <laughs> um. No, I hate it. Stop talking about it. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Heart. Well. <laughs> um. Do you have any last thoughts in general? Um, my parting notes. Sisting <clears throat> <clears throat> on. Sisting on. Okay. You don't need symptoms to shift. You don't need to use a method. You don't need a final push. Um, stop depending on other people. For your journey, I sell readings on Etsy. <laughs> What's already? What's already? <laughs> um, <laughs> back on the podium. Hello. Hey, um, <laughs> I don't know. 
Um. Uh. Uh. Try new things. Stop doing the same method over and over again and expecting the same result. That is called insanity. The definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over again and expecting the same results, which is what a lot of you bitches are doing. So stop. <laughs> try something new. I know it's not. Raven method is not working anymore. Do something else. Um. Create your own method. Uh. It's okay to be obsessed sometimes. And it's also okay to not be obsessed. It's up to you. Uh, set intention in your CR by doing mundane tasks, but setting intention before it. Before I hello, I'm going to turn on my phone. Ready? Wow, that's crazy. I set intention. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I, I forgot. Um, I forgot. Number 10. I do actually have an Etsy shop. It's called Benny Frankie's, and I sell shifting readings if you want help and finding your blockages, if you want a channeled reading. I know what I'm doing. I'm doing it for you. Don't give me grief. Um, help. Assistance. Yes help. or no questions. I do them in 15 and 30 and 45 and an hour long sessions. I didn't mean to make this a promotion thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I you need said money. <laughs> I need money. Um, so please help. Thank you. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, I would say my DMs are open, but they usually aren't. <laughs> <laughs> me I, I feel bad but i will ignore your message i'm sorry i just have a lot of stuff to do um very busy b very very busy uh, uh and that's it i think that concludes my announcements <laughs> thank you thank you get up your bow like thank you thank you thank okay you. Thank <laughs> Well, this has been an episode of The Projection Project, the first ever video episode. Woo! Um, I never know how to end podcast episodes because it's awkward. Um, so I will see you guys later. Bye! Bye!